Well, your designated preacher is back. I haven't been up here since, uh, I think, December of 2019. But we're going to try it again. Uh, Tara's taking a well-deserved vacation, and uh, I'm going to try to share the word with you this morning. Uh, my name is Ray Tessier, and uh, I've been up here before. We'll start with uh, our first scripture lesson from James, uh, 17th and 18th verses. Every good and every perfect gift is from above. These gifts come down from the Father, the creator of heavenly lights, in whose character there is no change at all. He chose to give us birth by his true word, and here's the result. We are like the first crop from the harvest of everything he created. Change. It's a word that strikes fear into many people, especially we Presbyterians. Over the last two and a half years, I think it's safe to say that we've seen some significant changes in all of our lives. If you would have told me back in February of 2020 that I'd be isolating in my home, afraid to go anywhere, and wearing a surgical mask whenever I did leave the house, I would have told you that I thought you were crazy. That craziness became a reality about a month later with the emergence of COVID, something like I've never seen in my lifetime. It certainly changed the way all of us went about our daily business. Things we took for granted ended, and we had no way to influence all of the changes happening due to the fear of the unknown. Frankly, it scared the heck out of me, and it's not done yet. In looking at our Bible passage from the first chapter of James, it talks about God, the creator of heavenly lights, in whose character there is no change at all. And that will be other, the theme I'll try to follow here today. As much as things change around us, God remains the same. Change can be described as movement in a different direction. In God, however, we have the pinnacle of perfection. God can't change because he can't get any better than he is. And he can't fail because he can't get any worse. Our God is a loving God. His character attributes of love, mercy, kindness, justice, forgiveness, and wisdom are always perfect. The method he uses to deal with us changes over time, but his love does not. God didn't change when humans fell into sin. He did, however, send Jesus to rescue us from our sin. That still holds today. Now looking at our second scripture lesson, from the first chapter of Mark, verses 14 and 15. Now after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of God, saying, The time is fulfilled, and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. Continuing with Mark, in chapter 6, verses 1 through 3, Jesus left that place and came to his hometown. His disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue. Many who heard him were surprised. Where did this man get all of this? What is this wisdom that has been given to him? What deeds of power are being done by his hands? Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. 
Now, looking at those scriptures, you know, as we navigate our way through the changes that have occurred in our lives, we can only consider the changes that occurred in Jesus' life. After his baptism by John the Baptist, he hit the road, proclaiming the good news. He went from his normal life as a carpenter, probably making a, a pretty good living, to preaching, moving from town to town, not knowing where he would find food or lodging. He picked up apostles and disciples along the way, and the many miracles he performed were chronicled by his disciples. Yet when he traveled back to his hometown, he was not accepted. As far as the townspeople were concerned, he was a carpenter, and they weren't buying what he was selling. As we've continued to navigate our own ways through this pandemic, our outlooks have changed. I know I'm much more concerned about being out in crowds and just living life like we did in the past. In the beginning of the pandemic, we knew very little about the effect of the virus. It has been heartbreaking watching friends and relatives succumb to this disease we never heard of three short years ago. However, as time has gone on, we've learned more about COVID and that's helped us to navigate our way a little bit better. Still, we can almost liken our situation to that of Jesus, heading out into the unknown. I know that I've called on God in prayer more often during these trying days. By putting our faith in God's guiding hand, we'll be better able to navigate our way through the challenges we're faced with. Looking at our next scripture lesson, it's Paul's letter to the Philippians in chapter 4. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made, made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Now, as I've previously mentioned, I've spent a little more time talking to God as I've worked my way through the pandemic. And I do think that if you look around, God has provided an immense amount of help as we continue to make our way through the many challenges that we have been presented with. God has guided our skilled medical professionals, many of whom are here as part of our con congregation, who have diligently worked to develop and administer treatments to prevent or minimize the effects of COVID. Through the pandemic, they've been called on to do extra duty because of the challenges presented, and we thank them for their dedication and service. In other areas, we found new ways to work. Many people have been working from home, tying into their workplaces through technology instead of interfacing at the office. Again, we can look to God's guiding hands to allow the skilled technicians to develop the mechanisms to carry out these new ways of doing business. Even though schools are now back into face-to-face -face learning, that first year of COVID was extremely tough on the kids. They couldn't see their friends, couldn't participate in sports, couldn't take their music lessons. Just about everything they knew changed overnight. Moms and dads faced the challenge to keep the kids engaged with their lessons online while they tried to do their own jobs. I know Grandma Darlene, a retired school teacher, was pressed back into service 
in September 2020 through March 2021, trying to keep a six-year-old first grader and a nine-year-old fourth grader focused on learning every day. I'm sure some of you had a similar experience. Throughout the pandemic, there have also been those who must go to work, such as cashiers, servers, and delivery personnel. They've done what they've had to do to support their families, and we are deeply in their debt for providing necessary services to us. Finally, we've had to find new ways to pray. Since I was a child, Sunday morning routine has been to get up and go to church. Through the years, I attended Sunday school, served on various church boards, and belonged to different fellowship groups, all of which called for face-to-face -face interaction. In March 2020, the means of worship that we all knew throughout our lives abruptly stopped. But that setback didn't stop us. Through the use of technology, Tara and our session kept us all connected. Through daily guided prayer and online Sunday services, we were able to stay close to God. And while we were isolated, those uplifting daily interfaces of guided prayer helped us make it through a very difficult time. God was talking to us through Kara to provide the hope we needed. Although COVID is still out there, we found safe ways to get back together and slowly make our way back to the lives we knew. As we move along, it's important that we maintain contact, especially with those who are isolated and can't get out like we're able to do. Throughout the pandemic, our deacons have done a great job of keeping us all connected, and we owe them all a great, great, great of debt. Uh, this is hard to say. A great of <laughs> we owe them our gratitude. Using Paul's letter to the Philippians as an example, the apostles worked very hard, sometimes at their own peril, to ensure that Jesus' message was carried throughout the world. And that message, to stay optimistic, to not lose heart, has served us well over the last two and a half years. Through this entire experience, however, with all the changes going on around us, God hasn't changed. And while God hasn't changed, each one of our own days are filled with new changes and challenges. Through these experiences, God is always there for us, hearing our prayers through good times and bad. In looking to the future, we pray that we can put the isolation and loneliness of COVID behind us and embrace those new gifts given us to us every day by our Lord. May we continue to be blessed with progress and hopefulness for the future.